Ladies and gentlemen, I am John Pritchard. And again, welcome to Well Disguised for the 31st time or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. I'm the host of the show. And my buddy Dave is here for the fifth time, I think. Dave, welcome back to Well Disguised. I'm a member of the Five Timers Club. Hot damn. Yeah, just like Saturday Night Live. There's a, there's a special uh, green room for you. <laughs> and I want, want you to know that despite some of your early stumbles our clutch episode is actually really well listened to and is like surpassed, yeah it surpassed some of the ones that have come after it so okay. i'm expecting big things okay well i was gonna say that may be a credit to the band clutch more than than me but it, we'll see well i wasn't going to say it but it's probably <laughs> true so dave this is an episode, the episode we're going to do today was actually one that we started talking about a few months ago. And certain things kind of got in the way as how we got to the point where we're actually sitting down today to record it. I want to go back to how this all started. So as it sometimes does, it started to with uh, it started with Rye from Sabbath Bloody Podcast and North by South, which is one of my favorite podcasts right now. Uh, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's probably the only podcast I listen to every episode of. Uh, it, it helps they only come out once a month. Uh, so that gives me plenty of time. But North by South is really good. Those guys are killing it. But anyway, back in, well, it looks like June 2nd of 2021, Rye sent me a DM where he said, hey, John, I know you're always looking for fresh albums that legit rock. This one made me think of you knowing your love for Clutch. It's a good one, has a lot of Southern swagger in the vocals and says, you know, he just went on to like brag about it. So he sent me a YouTube link to a song called The Grand Duel. And I listened to it and almost immediately forwarded it on to you. And that's how this episode kind of gets started, because this episode of Well Disguised is about like my new favorite band, Mississippi Bones. So Dave, where we left off before the music came in is I had listened to the Grand Duel off an EP from the band Mississippi Bones called The Legend of Buckshot Rogers. You could chime in here in a minute, but my understanding of that EP is it's kind of a concept album based on Westerns. The Grand Duel is actually a spaghetti action film that I've never seen. But many of the lyrics I do recognize from the movie Tombstone, which any young man or middle-aged man of our vintage probably watched many times back in college and one of those really quotable films. 
and they've pulled a lot from that. And the other song titles do seem to reference mostly Westerns. There's a song called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, No Country for Old Men, A Fistful of Dollars, There Will Be Blood, which is sort of Western, sort of, uh, and The Unforgiven. So I'm into this band at that point. I think it's really good. I go on Spotify and look at the quote popular songs on Spotify and one is called do androids dream of electric sheep which I recognize as the title also to a Philip K Dick science fiction novel science fiction classic and I'm even more intrigued at that point because you know the, again our last episode was about clutch one of the things I think we both like about clutch is that they're a smart band and so this kind of reference is seems obvious at that point. This is also going to be a smart band. But you're actually the one who listened to the next album by Mississippi Bones. So I'm going to turn it over to you at this point. Well, maybe before you talk about that, what did you think of the Grand Duel and those that, that very first time when you got hit by Mississippi Bones? I absolutely loved it. Of course, the 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 art. <laughs> for the ep yeah talk that, about that yeah that's on the i guess the youtube link that, that you forwarded to me like this is perfect because let's see it sam elliott uh with a looks like a gatling gun strapped to his arm and old rich fat cat lighting a cigar with a dollar bill and a shadowy figure i'm like okay i'm sold already before i even listen to a note but and then the uh, the music lived up to it. So I, okay, I'll, I'll check these guys out and started looking at song titles. So then when I started looking at song titles and if, if I wasn't already sold, I immediately was because we have things like Bog Monster Take the Wheel, Farmer's Almanac Calls for Tuesday Apocalypse, <laughs> Behold the Blue Mustang, dot, dot, dot. Bob Seger tried to warn us all. Like, okay, I'm in. And that's all from one album. That was from the uh, Behold the Blue Mustang, which that album art is also just, just gets brilliant. And then I, the next one I listened to was called Radio Free Conspiracy Theory. So I'm glad you got the Radio Free Conspiracy Theory because you listened to it first. <laughs> and I know what my reaction was as soon as I started listening to it. But... Do the best you can to explain to the well-disguised listener what in the world Radio Free Conspiracy Theory is. Well, I, I'm on record as being a sucker for a concept album. And so, I, uh, again, loved it as, as soon as I, I guess, figured out as much as you can what it was. Because it starts off at an AM radio show uh, hosted by Sheriff Cecil Cotto. Who is, uh, yeah, he has his own uh, conspiracy theory show and he's also the sheriff of Cattaraugus County. Right. <laughs> so, okay, this is going to be pretty good. And I figured the first track was, was going to be that and then the rest of their songs, which of course, song titles again, 
I love them. I figure the rest of the songs would be all music. Be a note. They all they alternate between kind of like kind of like the '90s rap albums did a skit and a song and a skit and a song. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking this is like Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Yes. I mean, and and maybe 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 rap albums st- still do that, and we just don't know about it. True, but, that that is possible. But that's what it reminded me of too. Well, anyway, go ahead. So it's it's the songs and the 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 skits, if you will, or the radio portion, kind of fit together. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, they do. Then yeah, basically the spoken word part, I suppose, of the skits will lean into whatever the next song is about, and uh, they have several characters. <laughs> and also uh the skits are hilarious yeah so the concept seems to be and i know we talked about this a little bit before we came on the air because i was struggling struggling to remember who it was who it reminded me of but art bell had this radio show on for i guess a long time called coast to coast it sort of reminds me a little bit of his show but basically it's again the name of the album's radio free conspiracy theory and People are calling in to talk to Sheriff Cotto, and I'm using air quotes when I say Sheriff Cotto, about conspiracy theories, but it's not like the CIA murdered J- JFK. It's not that type of conspiracy theory, yeah. right? It's, yeah, the, the Illuminati is Israel. There's a little bit of that. Of course, there's also a, uh, a track called Space Vampire Bastards Must Die. Uh, yeah there's 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 plenty of of uh, i guess occult and and gods and or or, or demons yeah lizard lizard man yeah. and then of course yeah your your cult deprogramming so yeah so it's the radio portion is fictional skits where people calling in to a fictional radio show to talk about these real upper level crazy conspiracy type stuff and then they wrote a song about it that's that's what i thought or, or, I mean, that was my original uh, take on it as well. And the skits are really funny. Or, or you know, I, I, I get yeah, They're really well written. Yeah. And acted. <laughs> yeah. And and we're calling them skits. I guess there's, I don't know if that's the right phrase or not. But, so anyway, you you listened to it and told, and told me about it. Tried to, <laughs> tried to describe this like absurd concept yeah i think i said i'm um, um, alternately laughing my head off and rocking out yeah there you go so i listened to it i think i was driving somewhere and put it on and i think i sent you a text that just said something to the effect might have to do an emergency episode about <laughs> this but we didn't do an emergency episode i mean it was the middle of summer you know, I had some travel and stuff, had other ideas, work commitments, blah, blah, blah. So we didn't do it at that point. So I started doing some research and looking for merch that I could buy to support the band. And I go to the band's Bandcamp page. I'm scrolling through and looking at the members of the band, learning, learning about them. And it's specifically the, the page for Radio Free Conspiracy Theory. On that page, says Mississippi Bones is Jared Collins, vocals and organ, Dusty Donnelly, guitar, Derek Dunson, guitar and vocals, Jason Rector, bass, Jason Miller, drums, and Heather Collins on vocals. And apparently Mississippi Bones used to just be two people and now it's grown to, to at least six. And then I started looking at the credits. Uh, and so, you know, some of the members of the band, like Dusty Donnelly, played DJ3 and Ben Stockton on it. 
Uh, and anyway, so I'm just going through the the voice actors, and I get to Cecil Cotto, the sheriff and host of the radio show on Radio Free Conspiracy Theory. And on the Bandcamp page for the credits, it says Cecil Cotto himself. And then Jonathan Rabb, who is also one of the, and again, I'm using air quotes on this podcast medium, is also a character on Radio Free Conspiracy Theory, also as himself. And I read that and I'm like, what kind of world have I stumbled into that Cecil Cotto couldn't possibly be a real person, could he? But I get out the Google machine and Cecil Cotto doesn't come up with it with anything, but Jonathan Rabb does. So why don't you tell us about Jonathan Rabb? Well, yeah, you you told me that story and sent me the link. Like, well, this is what I found, and it was a link to Amazon for a book called The Hillbilly Moonshine Massacre. <laughs> Which seems on brand. Yeah, exactly. And I thought, okay. And then it had Cecil Cotto was one of the characters. Like, oh, okay. So I thought this whole thing was something. Well, first I thought, because I knew the band first, I thought, oh, did he write a book based on stuff the Mississippi Bones came up with? Of course, it's the other way around. He's uh, Jonathan Rabb's written several books starring Sheriff Cotto. But so I, I, I think both of us immediately decided, yeah, we got to read this one. I'm looking on Google now and telling you about Jonathan Rabb's actual biography. It says he's the editor in chief of Muzzleland Press and an editor for the War Riders campaign. So he's appeared in the New York Times at War Blog, the Stars and Stripes, many others. So he's like a real journalist, a, a, a real writer. And then it comes to, he's the author of Flight of the Blue Falcon, the Hillbilly Moonshine Massacre, as you said, the lesser swamp gods of Little Dixie. And he, anyway, it appears that Jonathan Rabb is kind of the, again, he's, well, it says he's the editor-in-chief of a small publishing house that publishes this type of book, this type of science fiction and conspiracy theory and horror and just that type of kind of genre fiction. So like you said, we're like, well, we can't do the episode yet. Yeah. We got we to <laughs> read this one of these. So now we're reading The Hillbilly Moonshine Massacre. And you finished it first, but why don't you kind of tell me your impressions of The Hillbilly Moonshine Massacre? I really enjoyed it. I guess I was a little prepared knowing what I knew about the band and having already listened to the, the album first. Did a really good job of kind of bring in the characters and, and the, the whole, uh, I guess, the conspiracy things and the, the occult and all that stuff. It, it kind of brings you in gradually. And then when he does, like, oh, okay. Because you're thinking, oh, maybe, maybe Kodo is a, is a lunatic. And of course, as, as many of these novels go, you realize, okay, he's, he's not as crazy as you think, but he's still crazy. Which he's I think crazy, is, but he's right. Yeah, he's crazy, but he's right, which is perfect. Yeah, I thought, I thought the story was really good. I, I enjoyed it very much and so i decided i was gonna check out some more of the stuff yeah and i got i got the second one the lesser swamp gods of little dixie yeah so we both read the hillbilly moonshine massacre which kind of brings the world of cecil Cotto and cataragas <laughs> county to life i and thought it would be more slapstick than 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 it was because obviously radio, 
Radio Free Conspiracy Theory has has got some just laugh out loud moments. <laughs> that's a it good was more straightforward, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, there, there obviously is plenty of humor in in Radio Free Conspiracy Theory, and I guess there there's certainly humorous elements through through the book, but it, it was really entertaining and inventive, and a a trip figuratively and maybe literally at times that I enjoyed taking with uh, Jonathan Rapp and I'm going to continue to pursue his stuff. Well, you said that it seems the book inspired the album and I assume that's true because it's kind of hard to learn a lot about Mississippi bones. It on, really is on the internet. Uh, I don't know what, what's your streaming player of choice. Uh, I've got uh, Amazon prime music. I, I use Spotify, and I think the most popular song has been listened to maybe 33,000 times on there, of which I've probably got a couple hundred of. <laughs> but yeah, so there's this Mississippi Bones is just this little band. Doesn't look like they've toured a whole lot, but they're absolutely killer, right? Exactly. Yeah, that is the funny thing with those guys is I want to know so much more about them. And the fact that I don't, I kind of appreciate if that makes any sense. Like, sometimes the mystery is good. I mean, you don't, you don't have to be like Slipknot and just nobody knows what any of them look like. You can just be these guys that, that decide to record an album every now and then. They don't seem to hardly ever tour. I, I couldn't find a whole lot of dates. Well, of course, I always look to see if they're coming around here. But I, I didn't really find anything in the past either. Well, let's talk a little bit about what we do know about them because – they're introduced, obviously, to me as favoring clutch. I see that to some degree, but I'm curious on your take. Like, what do you see as Mississippi Bones and their inspiration? It's kind of the same way. I didn't think, well, they don't sound that much like clutch. Uh, the more I listen to it, it's like, okay, I get it. I, I think clutch fans would be fans of Mississippi Bones more than they really sound like somebody that sounds like clutch more i like uh like crowbot sounds like crush more, more than uh mississippi bones does which is a band i know we both really really like yeah yeah i mean mississippi bones they they, they it appears to be an ohio band they are with the name well mississippi bones, <laughs> mississippi bones. but i believe that they're from the deep south they, they they do have that that swampy as they've they've called it on their own site sludgy yeah. I mean, it's a little bit maybe like a little Pantera, maybe. Yeah. And that sort of stuff. A lot of clutch and like a little bit of, um, I, I don't want to say, well, their Facebook page. I don't have a Facebook account anymore because it's awful. But, it is. but you can see at least their public Facebook page. And it says nerd rock. And so that was, really surprised me. Yeah, because I was going to say it does have a little bit of this smart geekiness mixed in with this kind of heavy swampy thing, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but when you think nerd rock, you think uh, Weezer, I think, is the one that everybody immediately comes to mind for them. And you think, who else is enough of one of the nerd rocks? So some of the emo stuff, I guess, that for lack of a better term, could have been nerd rock. Uh, but yeah, they're... Weird Al. Mississippi Bones is just so much... Yeah, there you go. So much more sludgy and and uh, swampy is such a great word. I wish I'd have thought of it before I read it on their page. It, it just I don't know. It seems more stoner rock, if you will. 
yeah, like they certainly seem like they would belong on a festival stage. Oh, absolutely. With the sword or the sword was one that I, I kind of compared them to. Those those big heavy riffs that those guys did, especially in their earlier days. I, that's really good. Like early, like Warp Riders sword. Right. Yeah, that, no, that's that's that that's actually really good, man. I, I appreciate that that's that's a that's a good touchstone too to kind of mix in with with clutch and pantera if you will just for, just that like you said just that southern swamp yeah the big heavy wall of sound yeah so i want to talk to you and see kind of bounce back and forth a little bit some other songs you may like by them if people were into it and again this episode you know, when I did the clutch episode, it was, or when we did the clutch episode, rather, it was kind of about if you're not really into clutch, here's a good place to start. I'm not necessarily saying that with Mississippi Bones and, and just to bounce off what we were talking about musically with them. When I listen to clutch sometimes, especially after we recorded that episode, I think that, you know, I like the band so much, you like them so much. It seems obvious that people, would like them mm -hmm. but clutch is not foreigner it's not it's not <laughs> journey it's not bon jovi there's if that's what you're used to if that's what you like eh, clutch may not be for you right. and, and i think that goes for mississippi bones too i mean it's 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 not growly or you know cookie monster vocals mm -hmm. or whatever but it's not necessarily an easy listen for the average music fan, I suppose. True. If you like that sort of thing, if you're into that sludgy sort of thing and you want to check it out, I would highly encourage maybe listening to the song Dungeon Hustle. Um, well, there's a nerd rock track for you. <laughs> exactly. So Dungeon Hustle should be Travis McElroy's favorite song. Yeah. And if you don't know who Travis McElroy is, well, Travis McElroy is a famous podcaster. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. The list is, 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 is extensive. He's not like us. <laughs> He's, uh, you know, the McElroy brothers, Travis, Justin, and Griffin do My Brother, My Brother, and Me, which is probably one of the big, you know, started out kind of as an indie podcast and is probably one of the bigger pod. I mean, it's not Joe Rogan, but it's up there. It's one of the big podcasts. Very, very good. And a few years ago, several years ago, I guess at this point, they decided to start a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called the adventure zone with their dad <laughs> exactly yeah so it was for griffin was the dungeon master dave <laughs> i've never played dungeons and dragons in my life but i feel like i understand it having listened to that podcast of course the adventure zone which is absolutely great and i highly encourage anyone to listen to it you know what it's going to be like where they take like a i think an established off the shelf module to kind of start their early episode and they come to a character, you know, and they've had, I don't remember all the characters, but Wormrock and 
know, <laughs> whatever, like the real Dungeons and Dragons kind of sounding names. And they meet another non-player character and find out his name. And Griffin just seems to say, Barry Blue Jeans. <laughs> and at that point, it's like, okay, this is going to be irreverent. This is not going to be so geeky or whatever. Anyway, Dungeon Hustle is about a guy playing Dungeons and Dragons and rolling 20s on the 20-sided dice, which is very good in Dungeons and Dragons, and basically wrecking the Dungeon Master's game. Is that fair? <laughs> He's rolling 20s like a 68 Impala. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's so silly. And Travis McElroy famously and eventually admitted that basically the McElroy brothers fudged their roles. So I think Travis always rolled at least an 18 on anything. anything <laughs> they really insist on the new season that they're not cheating this time. Well, uh, but Dungeon Hustle is absolutely great. And I'm going to put on Twitter and whatever. A link yes, it, it rocks. It absolutely rocks. That's the thing. It's it's. You're thinking, okay, it's nerdy and rock and D&D &D and whatever. There's one other D&D &D song I know from the comedian Stephen Lynch, and of course it's all about how nerdy they are. This song, it's like, nope, I'm tough, I'm a badass. <laughs> I'm the best D&D &D player you ever saw, you son of a gun. <laughs> and, and, the, and the song is absolutely fantastic. If you didn't know what it was about, you'd still rock out to it. It's like it's like if The Rock was playing D&D. &D. Yes, there is a line, I'll cleave your ass in twain. <laughs> right. So they, they, They're still true to the source, I suppose. Dungeon Hustle, great song. Dave, have you ever seen the movie Big Trouble in Little China? Yes. Well, I have not seen the mo movie Big Trouble in Little China, but I desperately want to now because of the song also off the record tracks called Jade Fire, which they did about Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> it is now my favorite song about big trouble in little china so jade fire includes the lyrics egg and wang better show themselves which was kind of the first tip to me this was about something i wasn't familiar with but i guess those are maybe the villains from the movie and you know they also uh saying if you've paid your dues just remember what old jack burton says the checks in the mail so i googled jack burton and jack burton, like, right yeah so these are all characters from big trouble in little china and of course there's a line big trouble brewing in little china tonight Jade Fire is probably one of, if not my favorite song by the, I guess Dungeon Hustle is probably my favorite song by them right now. But I really like Jade Fire. 
and bounce around to it. I got I got some others too, but I'm interested to hear like what are the favorite songs maybe from albums we haven't talked about that you've gotten into. Um, I well I would give the whole album "Behold the Blue Mustang" spin. I thought that one was really really good. Uh, I've only listened to the new one, "The Legend of Buckshot Rogers." <laughs> Again, brilliant title. Uh, I only listened to that once, so I, I don't have as I guess. An informed an opinion. Only listened to it last night when it was fully available on uh, Amazon because I think only only uh, that one song you sent me was available back in June. Okay. Let's see. Bog Monster Take the Wheel is on that album, right? Yeah, Bog Monster. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the opener. <laughs> well, that's not exactly Jesus Take the Wheel. Yeah. Another thing I love is, is these guys are hilarious, and that's not the easiest road to hoe, if you will, for for a rock band. I mean, you you can be funny, but unless unless you got the the, the songwriting to back it up, you know, it's going to get old really, really, really fast. And uh, because there's there's only so much silliness that I think the audience would be willing to put up with. That's a great point, but they're consistently funny yeah, i mean and smart. yeah i mean the riffs are absolutely thunderous that's 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 what i keep going back to i i'll forget that i'm listening to something hysterical just because i'm so so uh wrapped up in in the actual guitars uh let's see let's just look at this some other robot kaiju hollow blue 2600 ad jared versus the space invaders cult of the behemoth metaphor is just a word yeah so one of the songs i'm really into is blood hungers for blood which is off another 2020 ep called the witch of falsey holler concept album uh with a little bit more of a horror theme believe it or not it's based on a book that jonathan rab co-wrote yes i'm reading it right now i was just about to uh, mention that one how is it uh it's dark it's darker than uh than the uh, other ones that i've read uh, i did read us the lesser swamp guys a little dixie and that one's uh, a little, little uh sillier i guess because of the, the the swamp god you meet which i won't i won't spoil it for you but so it, maybe it's the blood thing that's throwing me off but the 
this album seems like maybe it's i know they use the word witch but it seems like maybe a vampire type thing too yeah it's uh well it's the let's see it's set in the 1860s and yeah this this whole album's kind of more of a spaghetti western feel which is what the the book is um it's uh three siblings who are basically i guess you could call it hunters kind of like if you've seen well you've seen it but if the audience has seen the show supernatural kind of on that theme so they they hunt for for monsters back in the old west and but one of the siblings she she is a witch and she became a witch when her mom took her down to Fulty holler okay well i'm into <laughs> i'm into that whole thing yeah it's it's, it's a good book but yeah it, it's not it's not as um hilarious or not, not hilarious but it's not as funny as uh the the ones that are that jonathan rab's written on his own well i suppose we should wrap this up at this point I don't know that we've made a case that anybody is listening to is going to rush out to listen to Mississippi Bones. Maybe not, if, but you still should. Yeah. If we have, that's on Dave and me. That's <laughs> not on this band. Agreed. hundred percent. You should go check them out. Everybody do me a favor. If you listen to this episode, go out. If you have a stream streaming, you know, uh, provider of choice. If not, just go to YouTube go to the actual Mississippi Bones channel so they get the, you know, any ad money or whatever for it and give them a download. And if you're looking for something to read, I think the Hillbilly Moonshine Massacre sent me back like $2.99, maybe $3.99 on my Amazon Kindle. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for a new fiction book, give these guys an opportunity because, I mean, I've done shows on the Rolling Stones and Alice Cooper and Aerosmith and all these big bands, but this is the kind of stuff that we really need to to promote and 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 try yeah, to preserve. Encourage. Yeah, please make more of this. According to their limited web presence on Facebook or whatever, it does seem like they do have more out more more albums coming. Yes, yeah, so they they talked about that. Um, <laughs> on their their Facebook page, uh, they got a new drummer. But for the the latest CP, they they decided to leave his stuff on there because it's the last thing. And they're still friends and everything. He just moving on. So they said, but we'll we'll give you a, a Brandon our new drummer's uh, audition video, and they put that up, and you should watch it. Yeah, I watched that this morning. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> he did a great. I can, I can <laughs> totally see why they hired him. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah. What what. Hey, they may be jerks, but this seems I can't like, imagine that they are. But yeah, this seems like a really fun, good band, yeah. good, good people. They probably have regular work, work a day jobs. You know, they're doing something else besides just Mississippi Bones. But I mean, what's that festival you're going to again? The Blue Ridge uh, Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Well, in three weeks. Yeah. Well, I'm not going, but I know. I know enough about your trip. You may be in the VIP area a little bit. Uh, <laughs> well, if, we're trying to stay safe, you know. Right. Well, if you meet any of the VIPs, you tell them to get Mississippi Bones on that mm -hmm. on that next. I, tw I tweeted at them because they said, "Hey, we're still adding bands." It was right when you uh, sent me that link, and I'm like, this is my new favorite band. Yeah, I, I told a couple of our our mutual friends, "Like, well, heck, try to get try to get a blue ridge." Like, oh, heck yeah. Yeah, people, I was unsuccessful. My my two and a half tweets didn't work. At least, at least there are people that we know who have more power than we do. 
So, but yeah, clutch, get these guys open and, you know, oh, bring, bring them out. That'd be perfect. I mean, if, if, if they can, if, if, if I've seen American sharks, which, which are fun too. Oh, so much fun. American sharks are a lot of fun, but if they can, if they can open for clutch, soak in Mississippi bones, right? Exactly. Well, anyway, Mississippi bones, you guys are great. I don't Love know if you'll you. this or not. Jonathan Rab, keep banging it out. Uh, Dave, you're great. Thanks for coming on. You have anything? <laughs> Thanks to- for having me. <laughs> anything to plug? Uh, no, I've been on vacation, so yeah, nothing, nothing new. Well, just let me know, and it'll be the first thing I push up. <laughs> All right, we'll do. All right, brother. Uh, All right, buddy. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, this is Well Disguised. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And I will talk to you soon. Ambush! Ambush! Sorry, that's your little hidden track.